Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Nash. Appreciate that. It is the Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas, the most listened to talk show in all of Central Texas, really including Austin. Okay, we're hearing, uh, we're getting uh, numbers that uh, continue to come in showing uh, we're outdrawing a lot of the bigger cities across Texas and uh, great to uh, Great to hear that, and that's because of our wonderful, loyal audience. Big, big-time show planned for you today. And uh, Aaron is alongside, as always. Stephanie in sales will be with us soon. You never know what she may bring up from day to day. We've got a, a major golf. Well, it's not a major, it's but it's, it is a big PGA Tour event is off and running because the big dogs are all playing in this one. And Rory has returned. Rory, we didn't know what happened to Rory. Rory's now saying, hey, had some, had some, I didn't make the cut in the Masters. I needed some time off. Needed to decompress. Had some issues. Had to work through them. He, what he lost for that was $3 million by simply not showing up. He could have hit one shot and, and withdrawn, and he would have gotten his $3 million. And he didn't show up. I almost kind of admire it. I mean, the man's willing to to lose three million dollars to sit around and get some uh, get kind of mentally right. I would get mentally right for today's show for three million dollars. I would just I would just not show up and just kind of leave Aaron and Stephanie hanging, and they'd probably love it. They'd be like, "Hey, good, we get to talk." Mosley's gone, but um, I would do that for three million dollars. We got all kinds of breaking news today, kind of fun stuff out there. We got NFL deals getting done. I saw the official signing earlier today, Lamar Jackson, with, uh, uh, you know, signing his deal. That was kind of exciting. And uh, we got Iowa State linebackers, unfortunately, being arrested. So we got a lot going on. And then Aaron's going to have some stuff. The portal heated up again today. The portal was hot. Uh, college basketball, and uh, we had good news for the Bears yesterday with a player reclassifying, Eve Meesey. Eve Meesey, the big 6'11 man, the Cameroonian player. Uh, what a great, what a what an exciting time it is in college basketball. But the big time, I guess one maybe the guy recognized as the number one guy in the portal has decided to be a Jayhawk. Aaron, not I'm not totally excited about this one. Michigan center Hunter Dickinson transfers to Kansas. He was the number one player on the market, 7-1 center. He also visited with Villanova, Kentucky, Maryland, and Georgetown. What is this, Aaron? Is he trapped in the 90s or something? <laughs> Although Villanova, man, they, they did have a great run. 
uh, from 2010 on. Let's give them their credit. And Kentucky. Maybe the, uh, the joke sort of holds up, sort of does it, because Georgetown, Georgetown has been horrible since. Aaron, when's the last time Georgetown was good? Uh, John Thompson. Mm-hmm. We got to go all the way back to the 80s and maybe early 90s. Have to look back to Alonzo Mourning and then Othello Harrington to find a time when they were good. Um, the uh, D- Dickinson, Aaron, he explained to the Round Ball podcast. Aaron, do we listen to that? We need to check into that. How difficult the decision-making po- uh, process was. If I knew where I was going, I would have happily made the decision sooner. I really am struggling trying to pick a school. The good thing about all of this is, for all my options, I feel like if I went there, I would succeed. But it's just trying to figure out which one of them is the best and the one I'm most comfortable at, stuff like that. Um, There was also talk of a potential return to Michigan. Uh, But... But Dickinson released a statement Wednesday night officially announcing his departure. Aaron, I, I mean, I'm glad I'm glad Cryer didn't play with our emotions quite like that. Like leave the leave the door open on coming back to Baylor. I mean, it was pretty definitive early on. He was going elsewhere if he didn't go to the NBA. So there is your big transfer news today. And, uh, Aaron, also, I want us to take a peek, maybe in Campus Confidential. We're going to do it a little bit later today because we have a guest, a major guest at 440, um, and that's pretty exciting. Got uh, this phenom, this freshman phenom for Baylor baseball, Colby Branch, is going to join us at 440 today. And then Mike McGraw from the Baylor, uh, the Baylor Golf Coach, you know I'm way into this Baylor golf, is going to join us at 5 o'clock today, and we'll, and we'll walk through where they're playing in the regional, what it means, what he thinks about his seating, uh, several things to get into with Coach McGraw. That'll happen at 5. At 5.20 today, we'll do some campus confidential. And uh, thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet, for what you do on that front. Very, very exciting and uh, bar car dealerships, as they get into May, we get some of these summer-type deals that are going on. Very, very exciting. And for uh, whatever reason, we're excited. The dealerships love being attached to our show. And uh, we love these dealerships around here. Jim Turner Chevrolet, the fine sponsor of Campus Confidential. Aaron, it is time, though, to hear from Stephanie in Sales. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Uncle Worm Smokehouse, Mission Golf Cars, and Epperson Tractors. Man, you wait for it. <laughs> you know it's coming. Every day, right around 4.08, she comes rolling in, and it's always fun to have her in studio. I mean, I... She's just very dedicated. You could call in from wherever you are, Stephanie, out there selling stuff left and right, but you're always right there at the mic. And Aaron prefers it that way. Aaron <laughs> is that gets what he a told little you? <laughs> lonely in studio from time to time. He said, Matt, would you, would you come in studio today? I'm just feeling a little bit alone in here. And I'm always happy to do that. But, Stephanie, you have brought a lot of 
a lot of laughs and a lot of fun and a lot of, um, how should I say it, knowledge, (laughs) knowledge to this uh, segment. Stephanie's Sports Corner Mm -hmm. begins now. And uh, Stephanie, I know you've been very excited about the uh, Kentucky Derby. I have. I am. Coming up on Saturday. Uh, But, you know, again, you never know what Stephanie may bring (laughs) To the Matt Mosley Show. What do you have in store for us today? Well, we're actually talking about the Kentucky Derby. So I was on the Googles today, and I was looking some things up, and I didn't realize, but the first place winner, they receive a total of $1.86 million. I I mean, I knew it was a lot of money, but I didn't know it was that much. And the jockey alone gets $186,000. Now, if I would have known that and I was like two inches shorter than I am, I would have learned to be a jockey and find an owner of a winning horse. I mean, $186,000, that's a lot of money to sit on a horse. And then second place gets $600,000 and the jockey gets thirty, And then third place gets $300,000. So, I mean. No, I, I, I mean, I, Aaron, are you, <laughs> are we just... Are we just shocked that apparently the Kentucky Derby winner wins a lot of money? Is this this has now, caught Stephanie? This has caught Stephanie by surprise that the most important <laughs> race in the history of of horse racing that they do make a lot of money for for winning that prize. Now I do not understand, Stephanie. I think you're not giving the jockeys. <laughs> Enough credit, Aaron. You That's heard her come. That's a lot of work. Around. I know. No, it's a you lot heard. Of work. No, it's not what you said. You said <laughs> if I were two inches shorter, I would have learned how to sit on a horse. Well, there's. I mean, swords. this is not. This is not like a going on a pony ride. This is not like when I was no, on Sky not. at Sky Ranch as a kid doing some barrel racing. Now, Stephanie, you and your father have both been done a lot of things in life. Did you ever do? <laughs> Did you ever do any barrel racing? It's funny you should mention that because when I was a freshman in high school, I wanted to be on the rodeo team just to be on the rodeo team. And uh, we we lived in the city. I mean, we didn't have horses, but I did try it. And I lasted for five minutes and said, forget this. I'm going to cheerleading. So um, I do know that what these jockeys do, it's talent and it's a lot of work. So you're right. I need to give them more credit. But get this, Matt. Just for all of you who out there that want to see who the horses are, there's 20 of them. You can go to KentuckyDerby.com. They list their names, and they list their odds, okay? Most of the time, third of the time, the favorites usually win. But get this. If you watched it last year, and I watched some video clips today, the winner last year was entered into the Kentucky Derby in the last few seconds. His owner was Rick Dawson, and... The winner that won last, the horse that won last year, his name was Rich Strike, overcame 80 to 1 odds. It was the biggest upset ever. And that horse won. And I listened to the interviews from the owner, Dawson, who was like, they were shocked. And so I go to say this the top three horses to win right now is Forte. He's favored 5 to 1. And then I may screw this up for, so please forgive me, you horse enthusiasts out there. Tap it, tri- <laughs> yeah. Tap it twice, five to one. Angel of Empire, six to one. And the lowest ranking horse to win is King Russell, 83 to one. I say all that 
because in 1913, Dunrail won. The horse that won was 91 to 1. And then last year's horse was 80 to 1. So if you are betting on these horses, do your research because you never know. That 83 to 1 could win just and upset the whole race and all those who anticipated Forte to win because that's the horse that is everyone is picking to win right now. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Well, uh, and I appreciate that for kind of uh, providing your source. <laughs> yeah. The Kentucky Der- KentuckyDerby.com. Yes. I mean, and you really can go to uh, CBS Sports, too. They have some articles uh-huh. on it. But, yeah, KentuckyDerby.com just lists the owners, the history of the horse. Uh-huh. It's very interesting. Like, this is the first year, like, I'm really, like, wanting to learn and know. I mean, I was just like, oh, look, it's two-minute race. I can sit and watch it that long. But it's, you know. There's a lot uh, involved in that. I'll bring a report back from my derby party that I'm attending. uh, It's up in the Metroplex Mm -hmm. on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a well-attended party. Still trying to figure out if I want to go with like a fedora, any kind of hat. I would. um, Or or a a sport coat or something like that. And... um, you know, it'll be it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. This is there are some Baylor people involved. Um, you, you know, you don't want to get the Baptist involved with any mint juleps around and that kind of <laughs> right. those kinds of temptations. But um, y'all can have punch. This you know. is uh, yeah, yeah. Put, and sometimes we'll the sneak other stuff thing. in there. I know. Oh, there's more. There is more to add to this. So yes. remember the movie, The Secretariat, that was uh, written by the actual horse. Well, the horse. Secretary was a three-time, I looked it up, and I also asked Aaron, just like double-check my facts, that he was a three-time triple crown winner, and then, right? Yes, Aaron's looking at me. Three-time. He won the triple crown. He won the triple crown, that's right. Um, Very famous, and they had a movie after him. Well, I didn't realize this, but he's passed and gone back in 1989. Um, So, and there has only been 25 triple crown winners in the history of horse racing. So I thought that was interesting. So there you go. And if you're going to have a little house party for the Kentucky Derby, like Matt's going to, you can go to, again, KentuckyDerby.com, and they will actually lift, uh, list recipes if you're having a party at home, like if you want it, what you should have at a party, I guess. So Did you say, Erin, <laughs> did I hear her say that Secretariat like, wrote the movie? or No, that was there was the- a movie about him written. Remember, it came out back in. Okay, the, the way I the way I heard that was that that you, that Secretariat maybe he sat was a down smart and, horse and, <laughs> and, and was able to write the script on that. No, but there was a there was a movie made about him, and it was a great great movie. If you haven't seen it, see if it's on Netflix or something. It's a great movie. Aaron, is that is that a, a, well, I thought it was. What's the movie that came out several years ago that Tobey Maguire? Was the uh, jockey? Wasn't that called Sea Biscuit or something? Yes. Yes. I don't. I don't think I saw. I mean, I know that movie, but I don't remember seeing it. I think yeah. it was a sad movie, and I don't. You know, yeah. I don't really like. All sad right. Movies. Well, look. Hey, I've got an assignment for you for tomorrow. Okay. We look into what's happening. I always hate it during these huge the build up to these huge races when we um, start losing some horses. Some major injuries have taken place, and there have been four deaths at this track uh, of the horses uh, leading up to the Kentucky Derby. 
All right, and uh, so th- th- those things always concern me. There was some kind of outbreak years ago, or maybe it's something to do with the surface, and I think it was somewhere out in California, maybe in Santa Anita, and uh, uh, it, it that really, really is always scary to me when you start hearing about a lot of horses uh, dying. So uh, not on a that's kind of a sad note, but. <laughs> Stephanie, if you would, uh, if you I'll would look, into, look that. into that. Okay, glad you got Thanks. a big kick out of that. No, I, no, I was like, okay. I appreciate it. Okay, yeah. we've established that uh, uh, Aaron, that jockeys basically just kind of sit up there like they're, no. they're going on <laughs> pony rides. Yeah. It looks like, I mean, the way that they, their talent and their gift, it looks like they're on a pony ride. I mean, but I, I do know that it's very hard. But then um, coming up after the Kentucky Derby will be the Preakness. Preakness, I think. Preakness, yeah. In Baltimore. Yeah, Yeah, it's hard to say. In Baltimore on May 20th. Not really, but. It is for me. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say. It's hard for me to say. And then on the 10th is the Belmont Stakes. Those are your top three horse races. So I'm going to be watching to see how the horses uh, uh, this weekend do to see how they do at those two races. But anyways, that's all I got for you today. Aaron, do you sense that this is going to turn into like a horse racing segment for like a uh, the next month? We need to kind of no, monitor no, no, this. No, 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 I got something. I, I'm going to do my research like you asked me to for tomorrow, but I have something great. And it has to do oh. with the coronation of the oh. king this weekend as well. I'm up for that. Yeah, and Harry's going over there, by the way, and Megan is not because there's some thought that that would cause too much drama. But Harry is going to fly over and only be over there for about 48 hours and then mm-hmm. come on back to the States. But uh, kind of interesting stuff there, oh. though. But that is a big deal, the coronation. and In fact, the, the, the when the Queen, uh, her coronation back in about 1954, that was the first, like, huge that was like a um the tv the the major tv like cbs and abc NBC, nbc no abc was was just starting out but cbs and nbc were fighting over who was going to show that and they 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 didn't have satellite back then where they could like do it live from there so they were flying back as quickly as they could the footage, and and it was a race to see who landed first and who could get the footage on it, it, the quickest. And and Walter Cronkite had already started as a young journalist for CBS, but it, all of that stuff uh, is fascinating, and I'm glad that we'll talk a little bit about the coronation. If you <laughs> want some good monarch talk tomorrow okay. at 4.08. Okay, thank all you, right. Stephanie. Thank you. Have a good one. We plan on it. Stephanie and Sells with Stephanie Sports Corner on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. All right, we've got big-time Baylor guest approaching, and i got a, a wild story to share with you about a firing at, guess where? Alabama. The University of Alabama has fired a, uh, another coach. And uh, we'll uh, and, and had all kinds of issues. We'll discuss that next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. 
Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Central Texas now has an exciting new store where customers will enjoy a boutique-style setting for men's clothing. Welcome to Sterling Clothing Company. There, you'll find men's dressy casual clothing, good for every day at the office or perhaps dinner that night. But also shorts, swimwear, athletic wear, and shoes for the pool or attending the game. Sterling Clothing Company features brand names not usually found in other Central Texas stores, including Onward Reserve, Johnny O, Turtleson, 34 Heritage, Seven Diamonds, and Two Under Underwear. This store has one-of-a-kind clothing for all ages. Locally owned and operated, Sterling Clothing Company, 2012 North Valley Mills Drive, Waco, and at sterlingclothingco.com and on Facebook and Instagram. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 6, and Sunday, noon till 5. Life can be full of risks. 
One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. Worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-659-7540. 800-659-7540. 800-659-7540. That's 800-659-7540. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Thank you, Stephanie. Man, bring it a lot. Aaron, do you have any interest in the Royals? The uh, coronation of uh, King Charles was Prince Charles to us for so many years. Will you be tuned in to any of the the pomp and circumstance that will be uh, televised everywhere? The coronation of King Charles and the Queen Consort, Camilla. Camilla Parker Bowles. I don't know if you're a Camilla fan. I don't know a lot of people. Um, She was always kind of the villain. I feel like over the years, folks have softened on her a little bit. Maybe still not the favorite royal, but um, I'm afraid Harry and Meghan have emerged (laughs) as the villains of the royals. Aaron, what is the, the British royalty does it do anything for you no not really i mean i keep up with it as far as i'll read a news article about things that are happening with the royal family occasionally but i'm not gonna watch the coronation it's not a big deal to me all right uh we'll have more on that tomorrow the baylor bears uh took care of the islanders texas a&m corpus christi came into town Bears needed a win, and uh, the Bats came to play last night in a 12-6 victory, 18 hits, and a season-best 12 runs. And let's see, um, Jared Matheson uh, had his best performance as a Bear, going four four and a third innings and striking out five. And then uh, fifth-year junior Anderson Needham picked up the win, actually, with two and two-thirds innings of scoreless work with four strikeouts. Um, And I bring some of this up because we're going to have Colby Branch on with us today. And, man, he has uh, been on a tear this season. What's been a tough season for the Bears, he just keeps getting it done. Freshman infielder collected his team leading 18th 18th multi-hit game of 2023 i mean that's crazy to just arrive up there as a freshman and and to hit like he has to the point where mitch finally had to move him in the lineup and get him into third mitch uh 
was talking uh, a little bit about everybody last night, and one of the things he talked about was Hunter Simmons, the junior outfielder, returning to the lineup, and he, he's he's really on a tear to start things up, and um, he's he's uh, he's been very excited to come back. So I was just reading about some of the things he had to say after the game, and some of the things Mitch had to say, and. Uh, uh, Mitch said, we had a bunch of guys with multiple hits, a lot of extra base hits, too. So it was really a good night offensively, and I think that our pitches came out, pitchers came out and competed pretty well, too. I think Matheson settled down after the first inning and threw well. Needham was really good in the middle of the game, so that was good to see. Wins are a lot more fun. They have been not enough this year, far and few between. But uh, they're they're doing better, and uh, they're going to get this thing going. It may not happen this season, but it will happen next season. And some of the core of the future is already here. And Kobe Branch, who will be on with us next, is one of those players. And Aaron, I know you've been kind of running, you know, producing some of those games and listening, and you're very used uh, to hearing Kobe Branch's name from Lucas, Texas. Went to Lovejoy High School. They put out a lot of great players. And this guy's just got a quick, I mean, he's got some power, but he just hits to all fields and really does some good things. And is the uh, the son of a college tennis player, interestingly enough. So we'll, uh, we'll have more on all of that coming up. And if you're looking for Campus Confidential, as you usually are at 440, we're going to do that about 520 or 525. We'll do some campus confidential, and Aaron will be looking into the portal where Kansas reached in and got another big-time player from Michigan. Aaron, in all your portal wanderings, musings, would you say Dickinson, Hunter Dickinson's out of Michigan, has been the biggest name? I, I don't know. Some people would call him the best player in the portal. Some of the rankings would, but... I don't know if there's a bigger name that went in the portal. Aaron, can you think of anybody that rivals Hunter Dickinson in terms of, I mean, L.J. Cryer, pretty big name from Baylor. But I don't know if anybody on the national scale rivaled Hunter Dickinson. Aaron, was he on most lists you saw the number one player in the portal? Yes, he was number one on the two that I usually will go by ESPN and uh, 24-7. They have both had him as the number one transfer portal prospect. Okay. Well, it's uh, it's interesting. The Jayhawks does seem like the rich get richer. Now, you look now, though, Aaron, and you say, okay, could this cause somebody else to go into the portal? When you get a big-time – uh, a big man. Now, this guy will sh- go outside and shoot. He'll go down low. He kind of likes to play on the perimeter some. But, Aaron, let's remember they have that Ernest Udo or Uday uh, Jr., who's a really nice big man that was kind of slated to play a large role. I have to kind of wonder if he might dabble in the portal or at least think about it. There are other players I saw today that had been looking around and decided to stay home. There was another player who had left Akron, 
went and was a pretty good player elsewhere and is now going back to Akron today. But I did see um, – I kind of like it, Aaron, when these football players – I saw one today that kind of looked around, looked around, and then decided to stay put, okay? We never hear stories like that of people that went in the portal and then just, and just at the end of it said, you know what, I think I'll stay. I think I kind of like where I am. And so I kind of like that story. Aaron, this story that really caught my attention this morning was Alabama baseball coach Brad Bohannon fired after link to suspicious bets. There was a game recently against LSU. LSU was up 8-1. to one. The game ended up being like 8-6. to six. They did make a little comeback. Alabama... And Aaron, not long after that, Ohio, this, this bet, the bets in question were made at Great American Ballpark, the baseball park where the Reds play, at Bet MGM Sportsbook. And some group out of Vegas, like a, like a betting integrity uh, type group that looks at these things, saw something weird, red flagged it, and Ohio took Alabama off the board. And they said, hey, for now, we're not letting anybody bet on Alabama baseball games. First of all, if you're betting on college baseball, go see somebody. You have a gambling problem. All right? If you find yourself doing that, just go to the nearest 1-800-GAMBLERS-ANONYMOUS and call and say, hey, I'm sorry, I just bet on a baseball game, and then get help. All right? But... This Alabama, this has become a huge thing. Aaron, the gambling, uh, I saw the, the amount of money that was bet like on the, the championship game in women's basketball this year, Aaron. I was reading a different story today about that. $100 million. $100 million in bets were placed on the women's um, championship. and I mean, it was just like, and that's, that's just the legal that's just what we have record of. That's not everybody just going to their local bookie. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I don't know, Aaron, you may have looked into this. We can get back into this at 525 because it's I, – I don't yet know what happened in the game that, that got everybody thinking. This was an ESPN story that kind of broke this thing wide open. And the guy's name is David – Purdum or Purdum, P-U-R-D-U-M. All right, Aaron, we've got our Baylor, and you know they're prompt. Old Max Calderon, the man stays on top of things. So we uh, we need to take a break, and uh, we'll be back with this Baylor freshman phenom, Kobe Branch, uh, who's been a really really great infielder for the Bears. We'll we'll talk uh, we'll talk some Big Twelve play with him next. Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Following some time off for finals, the Bears back in action Tuesday, May 9th, hosting Grand Canyon at Baylor Ballpark. 6.15 for the warm-up show, 6.30 first pitch Tuesday, May 9th. This is the home for Baylor Bear Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. 
Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with Time to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. Up to 60% off storewide clearance now at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Friendly GIA certified diamond experts, top diamond quality, thousands of markdowns, hurry in. Up to 60% off at this first time ever clearance event at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding bands, diamond stud earrings, watches, diamond fashion, and gold fashion, all up to 60% off. Not a discount store, it's only at DMRA Fine Jewelers. How about serving delicious Central Texas-style barbecue and all the fixins at your next catering event? Hellberg Barbecue caters all size events from small birthday parties to large corporate gatherings of over 800 people and full-service weddings, including appetizers, charcuterie tables, and more. And they feature a catering rewards program for repeat customers, including a rebate on additional jobs, plus a rebate on new catering jobs referred to Hellberg. Learn more at hellbirdsbarbecue.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com it's matt mosley's show espn central texas and uh, great to be with you today and great to have colby branch on with us been wanting to have colby on and the guy has just been raking this year and doing an incredible job and uh colby uh, I monitored you even when you were up at Lovejoy and watched you kind of coming up the ranks, and uh, it's been fun to watch you this season. Welcome to the Matt Mosley Show, sir. I appreciate you, Matt. Thank you for having me on. 
You bet. And uh, how fun was that, getting back to your winning ways last night? I know that's tough. What y'all, uh, you know, you've been up and down this year. You've had some really good moments. You guys are the, the comeback kids in some ways. But you've been on a little bit of a rough streak uh, from a win-loss perspective. Last night, the bats break out, 18 hits, 12 runs. Kobe, was that uh, was that just what the doctor ordered for you guys? I guess so. I think it was five game losing streak, and uh, I think I think it was just what the doctor ordered, and finally came out in a big way. How much uh, Kobe did the pitching? How how nice was that? See whether it was Matheson. I mean, and and then there were two and a half, two and a third innings, or two and two thirds innings in the middle of that game. I think Needham did a nice job. How how good was it? You know, being out there as an infielder when the pitching kind of starts, you know, working a little bit, and 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 you see some strikeouts and that kind of thing. How much energy does that give the team? It's uh, it, it gives a lot of energy, but it's very comfortable and relaxing for the hitters to go up there and you know be able to put a good swing on balls and you know have have good at bats and be able to produce and have a feeling that we're in the game and you know got a good chance to win and we're getting at it so just just a comfortable feeling yeah that's great well you've been comfortable all season Colby usually it takes freshmen a while to kind of work their way in you didn't have that luxury uh you get thrown right in the mix and and have been one of the best hitters on the team and in the conference um have were you almost a little surprised at how comfortable or, or some of the results that you've had or is this about what you expected of yourself um, you, you know, you always expect high things to yourself, and I've always been a pretty comfortable person and, you know, easygoing, and so I think it was a, it, it was all right for me to step in there and, and have some fun and do it, but, you know, it, I, I was nervous probably that first game, and then from then on, it kind of just eased myself. I had a lot of confidence. Um, Coach Thompson's made it real easy on me, and, and so he's been awesome, and so it, it's been real easy to, to go in there and do it. Now, what was that like a few weeks ago? Didn't he move you in the order? From, you had been hitting leadoff, and you moved to third. I think you were driving in so many runs. The thought was, hey, let's, let's, uh, let's, you know, let's not be afraid to get him right there in one of those key run-producing spots. Uh, how much confidence did that give you, and, and how did, did you feel comfortable in that spot right away? Of course, yeah. I, I've been moved around the lineup, and, and, uh, and so – I don't really care where I'm at. It, it doesn't really – I'm not one of the people that, that freaks out if you move around and everything. So I'd be happy that nine hole, you know, but I, I love the fact that I'm in a three spot and be able to get some RBIs, and, you know, I love it. And so whatever he wants to do, I'm down for. Don't say that too loud, Colby, that you would be happy in the nine hole, okay? <laughs> <laughs> how, yeah. how, have, how have you guys kept such a positive attitude – and, and I'm, I'm sure sometimes it is, uh, I mean, you won a ton of games in high school. All you guys are, are used to winning. Mitch is used to winning. Um, it, it, you know, obviously you knew it was going to be kind of tough, but you never know until you get in the season. How is, is Mitch the one who kind of picks everybody back up? Uh, are there some uh, older leaders on the team? How do you all kind of keep your heads up when you have one of those series, kind of like with West Virginia, where it could get pretty discouraging? You know, it's it's kind of been up and down all season. So, you know, Coach Thompson's done a great job of, you know, handling it and letting us know that, 
you know, keep competing and, you know, you, you, you lay it all out there. And if you take a loss, it's, it's not the end of the world. Just, you know, play your tail off every time you go out there. And so as long as you do that, you know, we're, we're going to be fine. And, you know, if that doesn't happen, then everybody's got a right to be mad. And, and so the locker room has been surprisingly well. And so, especially on a losing team, you know, you usually, you usually see a lot of toxicity or, you know, something like that going around and, it's been weird, but it, there hasn't been any. So it's been fun. Yeah, get into radio and you'll see some toxicity. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, well, that's great though to have that kind of attitude. Now you've you've hit for some power this year and shown you know some pop in your bat, tons of extra base hits. Um, is that something? I was looking at some of your high school numbers, and you know, and I guess you kind of always knew, and maybe in in club you were putting up some some power numbers in that. Is that just something as you've added some strength uh, in the weight room, spent a little more time in the weight room? Are you starting to see more and more results in that area? I think uh, over the past few years in high school, and I just kept getting bigger, just a little bit at a time, and you know, I've, I've never been the biggest kid, so. I just try to hit the ball as hard as I can all the time. And, you know, sometimes it works out well. And so that that's kind of just been my mindset since I was really young. And, you know, I've never really fine-tuned it to, to be anything else, but just try to hit the ball as hard as possible. So, it, honestly, that's all. What's that Lucas Lovejoy area like when it comes to baseball? It just seems like so many great players and athletes come out of there. Is there just something – that happens even at a very young age that so many people get involved in travel ball and that type of thing. Um, and, and how much, how much did you kind of feed off that growing up? Just, just having so many really good players around you out there. Well, it was a good, the DFW area is really good for um, talent and, you know, all, all types of sports, you know, it produces really well. And, and, Lovejoy, when I came in there as a freshman, it wasn't it wasn't awesome, but it, we we had a good team. And you know, over the past few years at Lovejoy, you know, the athletics has gotten really well. And and uh, I mean, I'll give it to Chris Ross when when he came in and he he stepped in and it, it kind of changed the you know the whole culture there. And you know, it's very it's it's a lot of fun playing at Lovejoy. Kobe Branch joined the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, continues to put up huge numbers uh, for the Bears. Now, your dad played college tennis. Did did he try to get you started early playing tennis? You've got three brothers as well. Like, how much, how big was tennis in the family, or did he kind of let everybody go whichever direction they were kind of drawn to? You know what? The, the extent of my tennis career was uh... – was was never I, I was lined up at a fence and you know just uh just for his sake he didn't he didn't know anything about baseball so so i'd line up on a fence about you know 30 feet away and he'd smack tennis balls at me and i had to catch him and so that's about all i know about you know what he did for his tennis and and so uh so yeah i, I never really got into it yeah did you was he was he pretty good have you uh does he still get out there i mean I, i'm just thinking of of was it oklahoma i was looking at where it was it oklahoma baptist right where he played oklahoma baptist yeah yeah I'm, i would imagine uh i would imagine he was pretty strong in that in that area have any of the other uh any of your other family members taken up tennis or did you are y'all all hooked on baseball 
we're, we're all hooked on baseball, but the, the youngest kid, and I, I've got three little brothers. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, so the two younger ones play, play baseball. And then the, the, the youngest one, he's a, he's a do it all kid. He does, he does all the sports and, so he nobody's really into tennis, so it's it's kind of funny how it turns out that way. <laughs> that says a lot about your dad. Maybe he just hasn't, you know, tried to push you to be just like him. Uh, what was Mitch? What was Mitch like when when he took over? Uh, I guess you were recruited by Rod and um, and had committed to the Bears, and that's always tough when they make a change. You've committed to a coaching staff and everything, um, and you almost have to, I'm sure, get re-recruited in a sense. Tell me what that process was like. Like, how quickly did you hear from Mitch when he was hired, and how difficult was that during that whatever two or three week stretch where you really didn't know what the direction of the program was going to be? Yeah, it, it was weird. Um, we, we we didn't really know. We we had suspicion, but but then uh, I think Rod got fired or, or left, and um, and so we were kind of we, we didn't know what to do, but. I kind of knew deep down that Baylor was a school for me and, you know, no matter the coach. And, and so then when, when uh, coach Thompson got hired, you know, I think he called me within at least within the week, may, maybe within the two days. And so he, he told me and he was like, let's go. And we're going to, we're going to play and we're going to win. And, and so I, I was happy to, I've heard such great things about coach Thompson, you know, going in. And, and so it, they have all been true so far, you know, so I, I love coach Thompson to death and, He's been, he's been good to me. All right, and as you grow up, a uh, a Rangers fan, being from the Metroplex, or what's your uh, what's your favorite I major did. league team, and and who was your who was your guy growing up? I I'm you're I'm trying to think if you're probably Beltray when you were a real little guy. I would think uh, a lot of infielders would be drawn to. Who were your favorite Rangers? Yeah. I, I was big on Michael Young and uh, Ian Kinsler. Those are my those are my two guys. Man, no, both of those guys. Kinsler could always be a little prickly, you know, in the uh, <laughs> those post-game sessions. But they were both great. And Kinsler looked up to Michael Young like you can't believe. Boy, you were a real little guy watching those guys probably because it's been a little while since they've been doing it. So, uh, but you can can you remember the back-to-back World Series trips? Let's see, you're what are we in? Twenty-three. So you were about eight years old or something. Something around there. I, I can't remember what was it. 2010. Was yeah, in 11. Uh huh. 10 and 11. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Those were the good old days. Yeah, yeah. And so you remember, yeah, a painful as a child that game six, like we all remember, right. uh, with the right. with the Rangers. Now tell me about the mustache. By the way, I've been tipped off that there's kind of a mustache culture uh, on the team. Now, I don't recall as a freshman at Baylor being able to grow a mustache. Uh, I still would struggle at that even today. Um, is this uh, is this kind of going around the uh, the clubhouse? Who's who's got the uh, who's got the best mustache right now? You know, I, I'd love to say that I've got the best mustache, and I'm going to stick to that. But uh, you know, I've been rocking it since I think high school and or <laughs> since senior year, and so I've just kind of kept it. I never really shaved it. And, I don't know. I kind of stuck with it. And I liked it, and you know, sometimes when you're playing well, you don't want to, you don't want to take something off that might might jack with it. So, I'm just gonna keep with it. Okay. And does anybody put like wax on it or anything? Kind of like the old Raleigh fingers, uh, twisted up on the side, or is anybody trying to rock the Fu Manchu or or uh, add to it, or people just going with a, a pretty basic mustache? 
I think they're going with the basic mustache. I don't think we have enough enough facial hair on the team to go around <laughs> to go with it. But but I think it's just the mustache for now. All right, all right. Well, what is the 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 finishing stretch here? What's kind of the message? You know, the team. You're coming off a a, a rough series against West Virginia. Um, but I mean, y'all could, you never know what could happen, you know, when you, when you kind of finish the season, get in the tournament, all those kinds of things. What's the, what's the biggest message right now in finishing strong and you start to kind of lay the foundation for these, uh, for these next, you know, next couple seasons. You know, the message is just play your best baseball one game at a time and, and just, just win one a day, you know, and, and see where that takes you. You know, you never know when, you never know in baseball, it's a weird sport. And uh, just play your best baseball and, and play hard all the time. And, you know, you never know what can happen in, I think, 10 or 9 games at this point. So you, you never know. And just, just play one game at a time and play hard. What is it about y'all that, that you'll have all these comebacks? I mean, no matter how far you're down, y'all will come racing back. Sometimes you come all the way back to win. Sometimes you'll come up a little short. But is um, is there just something that kind of kicks in? And have y'all talked about hey could we somehow tap into that like earlier in games like what is <laughs> what is uh what do you think that's about i don't know i guess it's just waiting around for somebody else to do it and then somebody decides to do it in the ninth inning you know to make it stressful <laughs> you know we wish we could do it in the first inning or the third inning but you know we got to wait till the ninth of course so yeah I, I don't know i don't know why that happens but you know we, we got a belief in our guys and we just keep playing just keep playing hard and that's kind of the message and so everybody kind of believes in that well listen congratulations on your success so far you're already on one of these huge freshman watch list for uh one of the best you know the best freshmen in the country that has to be a cool feeling when you look at you look around see some of the great players around the country so congratulations on that and y'all keep going i mean i think the fans are starting to to get behind you guys just with the style of play and kind of the never say die attitude so you know finish this thing strong and then uh and we'll see where it goes next season but really appreciate you being on with us today of course. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate your time. You bet. There he goes. Colby Branch. Been playing uh, shortstop for the Bears. Uh, was coming out of high school, was thought could be third baseman, shortstop second. Got great range and really has emerged as a nice defensive player. And the Bears, um, you know, obviously they lost the middle of their infield. Um, Trey Richardson's now playing for the Horn Frogs. Other players are in the minor leagues now, and they just lost a ton of talent. And they're kind of having to start over. And what Kobe Branch has done, quite honestly, uh, he's probably been the best player on the team as a uh, as a freshman. And they have some other guys uh, that are really good. Toplansky comes to mind. Hunter Simmons has come back, and he's starting to put up numbers. Uh, the big rig on the mound has been a nice player. But to have a freshman out of Lovejoy who's just slowly but surely added more and more power to his game uh, has been really big for this team and I think Mitch can build around him and some others as they hopefully will form the core of some really good Baylor teams moving forward all right it's Matt Mosley's show uh ESP in Central Texas we'll switch gears a little bit and talk some golf with uh Mike McGraw the uh the decorated uh, Baylor men's golf coach uh they they uh, have their seating now in a nationally televised show that was on and uh, we need to talk about it and kind of see where he thinks this team is going 
and have a good visit about it. We'll do that next. Tabor's looking back and gone. Home run that time for Haley Holmes. And the Lady Pirates have extended the lead now. The Crawford Lady Pirates are looking to defend their state championship and go back-to-back with a return trip to Austin, the area round of the playoffs this week. Game one in the best-of-three series Thursday night versus White Wright from Waxahachie. 5.45 for the pregame show on Star 104.9. Follow the Lady Pirates throughout the playoffs on Star 104.9, presented by TFMB, your bank for life. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Mudfest 2023 is coming to the Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds. Friday and Saturday, May 5th and 6th, some of the fastest mud tractors on the planet, mega truck racing, and UTV side-by-side racing. All sure to impress, plus a tough truck contest. It's the McLennan County Mudfest, May 5th and 6th, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Jeep Round. Gates open at 6, show starts at 7 at the Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds. Tickets are $20 for adults, $10 for kids 5 to 12, 4 and under are free. BYOB with a $10 cooler, cans only, seating is limited, so bring a lawn chair. And special thanks to RDO Equipment. It's been three years since COVID-19 changed life around the world. If there's an S-curve to me at some point, okay? I was okay. hoping I needed those. Uh, I needed a bell curve type deal uh, when I was in college. And for- fortunately, uh, Dr. Packard in my physics class at Baylor had a great curve that he graded on. And that really did help me at Baylor. But uh, the S-curve, I like that. I kind of like the, imagining you going through that and doing all your figures and that kind of thing. Now, the Institute Club, Golf Club, that just sounds kind of fun, um, in Morgan Hill, California. Now, what yeah. have you, what do you know about it? You've been to tons of these courses across the United States. Uh, you've traveled overseas as well. But um, what, what have you, uh, have you been to this course, played this course, or what do you, you kind of know about it? I knew nothing until yesterday evening. Nothing. It's a very, very <laughs> private golf course. I think it has 35 members. I mean, there are no members of this club. And it is uh, two hours west of Sacramento and about an hour or 45 minutes to an hour north of San Francisco. So it's kind of, you know, it's it's in a beautiful part of California, actually. But it's a long golf course. They could stretch it out to 8,000 yards if they wanted to. Wow, eight thousand! Yeah, um, you, you, you love the more six thousand yard golf courses, right? <laughs> Keep going shorter. Yeah, I, yeah. I love a good resort course, and they got those one fifty markers out there, where uh, those big old markers where I don't have to look around for anything. Uh, yeah, I like all of that kind of stuff. You, you like to kind of go out there and and write all the. All your stuff. You're probably like a little bit like that Fitzpatrick, Matthew Fitzpatrick on the PGA Tour. There's a chance for most rounds in your life that you've taken at least a few notes on. Am I right on that? You are right about that. I love uh, I love documenting what's happening on the golf course, especially for one of my players, and you know, just trying to make sure we're paying attention to what's happening. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, generally a lot of times I'm trying not to write things down, trying not to maybe record my score and move on out of there. Uh, Mike McGraw joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Now, as we look at this field, number one seeded Pepperdine. Um, obviously, we know about Pepperdine, where they are out there in Malibu and some of the things they've done in the past. But Florida State, Mississippi State, when you look at some of these other teams in your regional, um, some of those teams you have decent records against this year. Some of those you don't. Uh, but not. I don't think any of those teams necessarily scare you. Um, what did you think about the, the group of teams that you'll, you'll be paired with out there, other than the fact that at least they, they don't really know that course either? Yeah, I mean – you're going to have to play well to advance to a regional. That's a given. I don't care who you are. I mean, two years ago, the University of Oklahoma was ranked number one in the country, and they got in by one shot. I mean, one shot. So it, you're, it, you're going to have to play well to get through regardless. The fact that there is no home team is kind of big because you're actually playing for five spots, not four. If if the 45th-ranked team in the country is hosting and they're at home, they're not the 45th-ranked team in the country. They're more like the 12th to 15th-ranked team in the country at a home course. It's that big a deal. I've said this all along. People say hosting the Nationals would be the biggest advantage. No. Hosting the Regional is always the biggest advantage because it gets you to the National Championship every year. So, um, anyway, there is no host team out here or no home team, if you will. Uh, the teams that are there are very good. We've seen all of them, but no, actually we saw Florida State at Olympia Field. So we've seen pretty much all of these teams. Uh, we've, played, we've played with a few of them for sure. I'm not afraid of any of these teams, but good golf gets you through anyway. If you take care of your own business, I know that sounds cliche, but if you did it, you'd be fine. Yeah, and, and your players, I mean, this has really been an interesting year because there'll be rounds – they look so good. I mean, I I'm thinking of what was it the second and fourth rounds at at uh, the at the championships here in Hutchinson, Big Twelve championships, uh, Kansas. Uh, it, it's just I, I don't know. I mean, and I'm sure sometimes you ask yourself the same thing. Okay, why can we be this good on certain days? Is that those days you're as good as anybody in the conference? But it's those other days where you're down toward the bottom. And and again. You've had teams that are more consistent to this. The thing is, can you get this thing going at the right time? What have you, as you've had a ch- chance to practice and try to get ready for this, what have you been talking to your guys about to try to get them in that right headspace to maybe get off to a better start where they don't have to then, you know, have some kind of great, okay, we gotta we got to put pressure on ourselves to have some great day the next day to make up for the start? Well, that's a great question. But what I really want the guys to do is work every day. We worked today for three hours for sure. There were, and then some of them are still out there right now. But is work individually so that you're the most ready you could possibly be to help this team play well. And the fact that we shot the second-best score of the second round and the second-best score of the final round mm-hmm. tells me there's plenty of good golf in there. There's no doubt about it. And if I overemphasize the first round, they're probably not going to play very well. You know, what I mainly want to do is I want to have a great practice round and I want to learn as much about this golf course. that's a mystery to everybody. I want to learn as much as we can 
as quickly as we can, take that information into the next round. These guys have all played really well. We've played well at, you know, we had the round of the tournament several times this year. We've had the round of the day several times. So we, we've had plenty of good golf, not concerned. Don't want to overemphasize it. Guys, mm-hmm. take care of your every day. We will be fine if you do that. How early can you get out there on a course like this that you'd really love to see and move around the course? Like what's the, is there kind of a rule like you can have one practice round the day before or, or could some teams actually get there and spend two or three days? What's the, what, what is the parameter? What's the parameters on that? The rules are you can't play the golf course two weeks before the championship at all. So 14 days ago, they stopped, you know, 14 days before the tournament, you, nobody can play it. And I don't think anybody would have been on this golf course anyway. But there is a shotgun start practice round for the 13 teams that are there. So we'll all play under the same exact conditions. Everybody will see it one time. So you, you, getting out there early is not a huge advantage, although we will go out there a day early to get a play another golf course fairly nearby just to get acclimated to the climate, how far the ball carries there in Santa, Santa Rosa, and, you know, just kind of that but nothing major right now the guys are searching on google earth and all websites and just trying to figure out as much about the course as they can but it's 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 kind of not a lot of information about this golf course out there man i um i'm going to do my research on it as well although uh i I don't know if that'll help anything Uh, mike mcgraw on the matt mosley show espn central texas what about drew wrightson finishes sixth and in, in the Big 12 championships, um, really, uh, you know, pretty consistent with his scoring. And, and you have had guys go low, like you say, a variety of guys that are capable. But to see that type of consistency and, and to hang in there when that can be a really tough course, tough four rounds, uh, a lot of pressure. What, what, do you, what did you learn about Drew in, in those kinds of conditions and in that type of tournament to, to show that kind of leadership? The weather forecast was bad. It was, like, really, really bad. And that turned out to be a little better than, than the forecast was. But five days before, he said, have you seen the forecast up at Prairie Dunes? I said, sure, Drew, I have. It's going to be tough. It's almost always tough up there. He goes, that is so good. He said, there's no doubt I'm going to play well because – I know I'm going to take the right attitude up there. I'm from Indiana. I've played in this before. I mean, you could have knocked me over. There was no way he wasn't going to play good because he's playing well anyway. And now he thought he had a built-in advantage uh, to, you know, because of the bad weather. So I knew he would play well uh, because of his attitude going in, and he was playing well. So it doesn't surprise me. I'm really thrilled by it. And it's great to see a player who works as hard as Drew works. I mean, he's a pre-med student pre-med playing college golf at this level it's incredible and to see him the the fruits of his labor kind of come out and he's played very well this spring it's just really great i mean does he take the books on all the trips and do you see him i mean pre-med that is a a challenge even if you weren't playing college golf is he is he someone who's uh uh, constantly got his uh, nose in a book if they still have textbooks these days he does. He's very, very diligent, very disciplined, but he's that way with working out. He's that way with practicing. He's that way with just about everything he does. Drew is a very disciplined guy. It's kind of a throwback to a time when just about if anybody that was successful was disciplined. I mean, they had to be, but he is very disciplined. He's a great role model for his teammates. 
the guys love him. You know, they, they realize he studies a lot harder than anybody else on the team, and he has to. And um, they just give him his space, but he takes care of his business. You know, he took a final today or took a, you know, a, a, an exam today at noon and then was out to the golf course by about 2 and practicing until just five minutes ago when they've got a, a function this evening. But, you know, really happy for Drew, and we're happy for anybody that works that hard. All right, and what about Johnny, uh, Johnny Golf, Johnny Kiefer? Um, what um, you got? The, we talked about the equipment. He he went through a lot to kind of get that right and and get everything like he needed it. Uh, by his standards, maybe his finish wasn't quite as high as he wanted at conference. Uh, how is he playing? What kind of mindset does Johnny have going into these regionals? Playing just fine. Uh, you know, the week before at Arizona State, I think he finished fifth. Um, finished in the top 10 at Cabo. He finished runner-up at Laredo. I mean, his game is just fine. I'm not worried about it. He had a, a double bogey in the last hole that took him from 12th to, to 19th, I think. So he was very near a top 10 finish anyway. So don't worry about Johnny. He'll be fine, and he's working hard every day. So uh, he's one of our most consistent players that I've had in the nine years I've been at Baylor. He's almost always up near the top. Who's the guy on this team nipping at everybody's heels right now? Is there any uh, – I saw – I think it was Luke's birthday the other day. I noticed on social media um, Appel has been of interest to me, kind of watching his scores when he plays as an individual. Who are some of those outlier guys that, that have been maybe kind of knocking on the door this season uh, in, in, as you try to create competition and create as much depth as you can? I think Tyler Eisenhart, he's a young man from just outside of Chicago who started every single event this year. He and Johnny are the only two that have played in every event. Mm-hmm. Um, and he hasn't been kicked out of the lineup, and he shot the second-best round out of 50 players at the Big 12 Championship the final day, a 68 in some wind, gorgeous round of golf. He hit maybe the most beautiful, majestic, gorgeous four-irons I've ever seen he was on a number seven, and he had 212 yards into the wind off the right. I mean, it was blowing pretty good. And he said, what do you think about a four? And I said, I love it. He hit it <laughs> at the right edge of the green. And I'm looking through my rangefinder to see if I can see it because it's out of my you know, viewing distance. And he said, Coach, that's going to go in. And I said, oh, no. whoa, it lipped out. He had a four-footer for Eagle and made it. And easiest <laughs> – Easiest two under par 68 in the wind you've ever seen. It was gorgeous. So Tyler's really kind of snuck in there to be a, a really surprising player this year. Really happy for him as well. Great kid. You won't find a nicer human being on planet Earth than Tyler Eisenhart. And everybody loves him. And he's sneaky funny. He's a he's a really funny guy. He's probably the, the funniest guy on the team if everybody told the truth. But he doesn't speak very much. So he just listens to other people. <laughs> We need to get him on the show, it sounds like. I mean, if the guy's uh, – I, I hope he wouldn't clam up on me, but if he's kind of got that kind of – He was on my podcast a couple of months ago. He did just fine. Okay, so he was able to perform on the uh, yeah. on the podcast. Is the streak still alive since we last talked? I mean, where are we now? And yeah. in, 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 uh, I think, what, is Monday your taping day, or is that your production? Is that when it actually gets pr- uh, put out every week? Is it Monday or Tuesday? Yeah. Monday morning at 6 a.m. Uh, we've already recorded next month. The next three or four Mondays are already recorded. We've got to get ahead so I don't, I don't have to think about it. Uh, but, yeah, Monday 
Let's see. Taylor Gooch, who's just won two events in a row on the lot on the live tour, uh, is my guest this coming Monday. A little sneak preview for people. Well, that's big. He has done well on that live tour, and I wondered what you thought about that. But considering where Gooch played his college golf, and uh, I guess he was on the team when you were still there, wasn't he, Taylor? Because he was he late twenties. Started recruiting him in the in the seventh grade, and. Uh, he came to Oklahoma State as a big OU football fan. Well, we had to really work on that, and um, he's <laughs> really been a great player. But what struck me was the fact that he now has a foundation that has several charities that he takes care of, and uh, we talked about that for about 15 minutes. I really loved hearing that. He wants to give back, wants to do well. So, yeah, but anyway, that's next Monday's podcast that you got coming up. I think it's going to be um... – the, don't, don't they have a, a event coming up in Tulsa? Does that sound right to you? That's, that's right. Uh, May when we're at regionals, they'll be playing that event in Tulsa at Cedar Ridge. Okay, Cedar Ridge. Well, coach, it was fun uh, catching up with you, and uh, I've been I was monitoring things pretty closely. I think you guys have a great chance of uh, advancing, and uh, I hope it goes well out there. Who on your teams played the most rounds of golf in California? Who is – I was trying to think where everybody's from. You mentioned uh, Drew being from Indiana. Who who would have played the most, most uh, uh, California golf on your team? Well, he was young when he played there, but Johnny grew up in California. At age 12, they moved to San Antonio. So he pro- has probably played the most rounds. He was from down near San Diego. So Johnny. Johnny knows California. Johnny knows it well. And they played a lot of lacrosse out there as well. So. All right, don't let him pack his surfboard or anything like that, all right? Exactly. No way. <laughs> Mike, good to visit with you, and uh, y'all, y'all have a great time out there, and we will be watching every, every moment of that and then watching the scores. Really appreciate the time. Absolutely, Matt. Thanks for having me on again. I really enjoyed doing this. You bet. There he is, Mike McGraw, uh, Baylor men's golf coach and noted podcaster. And uh, that's a big name. Taylor Gooch is probably the best player. I mean, I know he's not the biggest name on Liv, but right now he's on a hot streak, and he may be playing as well as anybody on the Liv because, you know, Kepka played really well in the last major. But uh, Gooch is really, really something right now, and uh, Mike recruited him. So that will be a fun conversation coming out Monday, 6 a.m. I wish I was that kind of planner, Aaron. Think about that. If we planned our show and we, like, tape shows three or four days. Now, we couldn't do that because we kind of do breaking news and stuff. But, man, podcasting three three episodes in advance, that really takes some planning. And uh, that's Mike McGraw for you, a man who is uh, very organized and likes to take notes on the course. I mean, I'm lucky if I if I put the score down – and he's writing notes and taking notes in about each course that he's played. And if I, I, I have to guess, I bet Mike's played, I bet he's played uh, or been on uh, as a coach probably more than 1,000 golf courses over his lifetime, probably more than 1,000 courses. Most of us, even if we love golf, may have been on somewhere in the neighborhood of 75 to 100 golf courses. And I bet he's been on a 1,000 if we had to guess. And the, the truth is, if I would asked him that, he would have been able to tell us. He would have said it would be 1,150 because he keeps up with all that kind of thing. In fact, right now, if he's listening, he'll probably text that to me. All right, Aaron, um, 
we do have some Campus Confidential, huge portal news involving the Big 12. We got the Big 12 meetings going, a lot of different ways to go here. We'll do uh, Campus Confidential an hour later than usual. We'll do that next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor baseball wins in their final game before their finals break. Men's golf headed into the NCAAs, and men's tennis opens play in the NCAA Regional tomorrow. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. It's the season at Allen Samuels in Waco to find the vehicle that's right for you. Get amazing deals on new Ram trucks, Jeep SUVs, Chrysler sedans, and minivans or a sporty Dodge. At Allen Samuels, we're committed to taking care of our customers, and that means having as much new inventory on hand for you to choose from. Of course, if we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can help you build the custom car, truck, SUV, or van of your dreams. And order it today. Shop DCJ.com or come in to see us today at Allen Samuels in Waco. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Baylor baseball had a season-high 18 hits and a 12-6 win last night at Baylor Ballpark over Texas A&M Corpus Christi. The Bears got home runs from Hunter Toplansky, Cole Tremaine, and Cole Posey, plus a double and a triple from Cortland Castle in the 12-6 victory. Now the Bears take a break for finals. Their next action is Tuesday, May 9th, hosting Grand Canyon. Baylor men's golf got the news yesterday. They are in an NCAA regional for the 24th time out of the last 25 NCAA postseasons. Baylor men's golf earned the number six seed in the NCAA Morgan Hill Regional. They are headed to Northern California competition May 15th through the 17th at the Institute Golf Club in Morgan Hill, California. And men's tennis in Columbia, South Carolina today. They'll open competition tomorrow morning at 10 in the NCAA Columbia Regional. It's a rematch against Florida State tomorrow. A team Baylor beat in January 4-2 indoors. Baylor goes in as a rare underdog in the NCAA tournament. An enviable position, says head coach Michael Woodson. Yeah, no, I, I think it's it's very important that we, you know, come out and use our experience, you know, and, and really kind of embrace the underdog role. We're the spoilers of this draw, you know, and I think everybody knows that. And so, you know, there's not a lot of pressure on us. We're the lower ranked team. If we lose in the first round, oh, well, Florida State was supposed to beat Baylor. You know, they're the ones that are supposed to advance. South Carolina is supposed to come out of the group because so they're playing at home. But we know that we have a roster and, and results in the past that have shown that we can we can beat both of these teams um, and, and come out of that region. And so, uh, yeah, we have to play into that for sure and, and kind of decrease 
reduce the pressure and build up the confidence. Michael Woodson and Baylor men's tennis opening play in the NCAA Regional in Columbia, South Carolina tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Central Time. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Buttfest 2023 is coming to the Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds. Friday and Saturday, May 5th and 6th, some of the fastest mud tractors on the planet, mega truck racing, and UTV side-by-side racing. All sure to impress, plus a tough truck contest. It's the McLennan County Mudfest, May 5th and 6th, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Jeep Brown. Gates open at 6, show starts at 7 at the Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds. Tickets are $20 for adults, $10 for kids 5 to 12, 4 and under are free. BYOB with a $10 cooler. Cans only. Seam is limited, so bring a lawn chair. And special thanks to RDO Equipment. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Chance Wilcox lived his life with a kind heart, and anyone would tell you that. But I'll never forget the call that my only son, with so much life ahead of him, had been killed instantly by a distracted driver on her cell phone. The happiness we all had and enjoyed up until that time was gone in one second by a 100% preventable action. Heads up, Texas. Using your phone behind the wheel can be deadly. Talk, text, crash. Brought to you by TextDot. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. It's Genco's 70-year Platinum Auto event. Now's the time to go platinum at Genco, where we've been saving members money by paying less for their cars, lowering their interest rates, and reducing their payments. Refinance now and receive a rate as low as 5.09% for 48 months. Then skip your payments for 70 days. Apply online and get an additional rate discount of 0.15%. Go platinum. 70 days, no pay platinum. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policy. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA. Ah! 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 Ah!
ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show. And Aaron, let's warm up our uh, our daily uh, our daily uh, mention of the uh, the great uh, Jim Turner Chevrolet right out there in McGregor as we do our Campus Confidential a little later than usual. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is time for some Campus Confidential. We had to move some things around today, so it's happening a little later in the program than uh, usual. And I uh, wanted to pass along some sad news, and uh, this is for, well, all fans of the old SWC and college basketball and then even the NBA. Uh, got the sad news that Lance Blanks has passed away and at age 56. I mean, just really... Uh, I mean, just one of the great all-time Longhorns and one of the members, the famed members of BMW, which was, uh, of course, stood for Blanks, Travis Mays, and then Joey Wright. And had been a TV broadcaster, did a lot of Big 12 games, did a lot of that Longhorn network, and uh, just a, a, you know, a Texas legend. And, in fact, going back to the 1990s when uh, it might have been the 90s season, they, they won a huge game, and, and, uh, and Lance Blanks did a little dance after the game, and it became known as the Lance Dance. And, uh, but, I mean, Longhorn uh, fans and fans of the SWC all remember the great Lance Blanks. So uh, our thoughts are with the uh, – the Blanks family just seemed like a really neat guy and uh, was an NBA GM at one point, was with the uh, Detroit, Detroit Pistons, as I recall, and uh, then became a broadcaster after that. But a great, great shooter. I mean, it just what he was for Penders in the late 80s, early 90s was just unreal. And... Um, just really, really hard to believe we've lost Lance Blanks at age 56, and I think it. I think he was in the Metroplex when it uh, when it happened. So news has kind of gone uh, out today. Within the past hour, it became uh, you know we, we we heard people that uh, reliable folks that are putting these reports out there. Uh, Mike Finger, who. Uh, uh, from the San Antonio Express News is one of the first places I saw it. And you're starting to see this on all kinds of uh, uh, people that cover the Texas Longhorns, of course, remembering Lance Blank. So really, really sad news. Great guy, tremendous college basketball player. As uh, we get really tough news today that Lance Blanks has died at the age of 56. All right, Aaron, On uh, as we... Uh, 
do some Campus Confidential. What do you uh, What do you have in store for us today? Alabama baseball coach Brad Bohannon was fired today amid a widespread investigation into suspicious betting activity on the Crimson Tides game against LSU six days ago. Sportsbook surveillance video indicated that the person who placed the bets was communicating with Bohannon at the time. Multiple sources with direct information about the investigation told ESPN the alleged suspicious activity took place Friday and involved two bets on the LSU Tigers to win from the same unidentified customer. Alabama's scheduled starting pitcher, Ace Luke Holman, was scratched before the LSU game because of back tightness. He was replaced by sophomore Hagen Banks, who hadn't started since March 16th. LSU won the game 8-6. All right, Aaron, the part of the – because you've got some details that weren't in this story earlier today. Right. Who was – who was scratch? Which pitcher? The the bet came in on LSU. LSU jumps out to an eight one lead in this game. Alabama rallied late to get that to eight to six. Say that part again on who was a late scratch in that game in terms of uh, who what what was the pitcher's name and who did he play for? Alabama's starting pitcher Luke Holman. Mm. He's their he is their mm. best starting pitcher. He's their ace. And he was scratched because of back tightness replaced by sophomore Hagen Banks, who hadn't started wow. since March 16th. You know, I had just read a story before I saw the story today, Aaron, about how people that have monitored the amount of gambling, the crazy amount of money coming in on that, even the women's national championship game brought on an enormous amount of money in legal bets, by the way. Um, and they said there will be a scandal. And, a, and they said there are scandals already going on as we speak. And so I thought it was weird. I read that story. I think On3 had that. And then, I, the, separate of this, this was like before I saw this story, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Here they are predicting that even as we speak, there are people trying to do things. And Aaron, this I was reading on this coach, he had already been sued by a, a former pitcher who said they, they screwed up his, uh, his injury, didn't treat it properly, called it the yips, made him keep pitching through an injury, and, and maybe may have played a role in kind of ruining his career. He'd already been sued for that back in April. And now this sounds like some kind of betting type deal. I mean, I, and then, of course, a massive what, – what raises red flags is on college baseball, which of all things, there's probably not just massive bets coming in on an Alabama-LSU college baseball game. Well, suddenly, on a certain day, big old bet comes <laughs> rolling in. And, Aaron, it was – one of the bets, as I read, was part of a parlay – and one was on the money line, and I believe they were betting on LSU to win the game. And then I'm glad you have these details, Aaron. The Alabama stud pitcher gets scratched at the last minute, which again speaks to somebody perhaps getting – with him being fired over this, again, we'll see what actually happened. But, it, but it's basically like the coach – was working with somebody who went uh, some big money. And, again, 
I'm surprised we haven't seen this happen more often. But if somebody gets in this coach's ear and says, okay, if you do this, I'm going to share some of this money with you, and I'm going to put down. Now, you got to be smarter. If you're trying to do some kind of criminal, or if you're trying to juice the system like this, Aaron, you can't be, can't be throwing down like a $200,000 <laughs> bet on an Alabama-LSU game. And, and then, of course, they're going to catch you, man. The Las Vegas, there's some kind of integrity unit that flagged this thing. The bet was made, strangely, in an Ohio sports book at the Great American Ballpark where the Reds play. Aaron, this is a uh, fascinating story and another bad look at Alabama where the basketball team certainly seemed to be out of control this season with everything that's happened with that. And Nate Oates, Oates looked really bad, their head basketball coach. And, and then they had another kid recently, Aaron, that had, they had recruited who did something crazy and got in trouble uh, and is no longer being recruited by uh, the Alabama basketball team, a 2023 recruit, and now the college baseball coach fired. Aaron, here's the only thing I can predict is that Saban will come out now with some kind of sanctimonious quote, right? Talking about talking about uh, gambling or something like that, because he obviously took a <laughs> shot, appeared to take a shot at the Alabama basketball program, the Alabama basketball coach, uh, a month or two ago. So we'll see how this plays out. But a really fascinating story involving sports betting. And, boy, th- I think – I think this in some ways might be the tip of the iceberg. Uh, we'll, we'll get more details on this, but this is a really, really disturbing deal where it looks like the baseball coach may have had some knowledge of a bet, uh, and, and this thing got flagged, and, of course, his career is likely over uh, for participating in any kind of what would you call that, Aaron? Like, basically fixing a game. Yeah. It's not exactly point shaving because he scratched the guy. <clears throat> he didn't ask him to go out there and pitch poorly because that's when the players are in on it. But this was a hel- this was a scratch. And, again, they're saying it was because of back tightness. And uh, But this is ugly. This is a really, really disturbing story coming out of Tuscaloosa. The top player in the men's basketball transfer portal, Michigan All-American Center Hunter Dixon, has picked his next school, and it is in the Big 12. He Dickinson. Dickinson. He committed to Kansas today. Dickinson, a junior, entered the portal in late March and was roundly considered the number one player in the portal. He can also... Considered Villanova, Kentucky, Maryland, Georgetown, and also considered going back to Michigan. Last year, he averaged 17.2 points, 8.4 rebounds, and one and a half blocks and shot 57% from the field. Well, he, he is, he's probably the top guy that was in the portal. And um, I, I find this uh, really interesting he's ended up with the Jayhawks 
already we're going to have a pretty strong team. Now, I these people that are, you know, like handing them the Big 12 title, let's see how he fits. I mean, he's a very nice player. But, you know, sometimes Kansas is better off when it has like a, a, a 6'7 swing man or, or like this past year had a really good team. Obviously, they got lost. They, they lost in the uh, tournament, um, uh, but, you know, and maybe because they didn't have Bill Self. We'll never know for sure. But Egbaji uh, was a great player on the national title team. And this year, Aaron, they had like the, oh, I think he was the Big 12 t- you know, player of the year. And he, I'm trying to think how tall he was, like, like really, really great player at six i think about six seven um and he's he's in the nba now but they just do better when and so i don't know about dickinson a six eleven guy who will float out and shoot threes i think they generally function better with a guy like when they had as a bouquet a back to the the basket type player a rim protector and rim runner. Now, in, on the national title team, Aaron, you know they had the big six eight or six nine player who was so good and and, and helped them immensely to win that ni- national title. They don't normally have a big man that's floating around out there shooting threes. So this is a different kind of player for Bill Self. Even when they had. Um, Joel Embiid back in the day. Joel Embiid was not the player he is today. Embiid was a get down low. He would he was a he was a dominant college player, but he was not floating out there shooting threes like he is now. He did not have the array of moves uh, that 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 he that he has now in the NBA. So, I think it'll be really interesting to see how Dickinson does. And again, I'm not handing. I'm not handing the Jayhawks the uh, national title based off this uh, transfer. It is the the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, some good stuff there um, on Campus Confidential. We did it a little bit later today because we had a 440 guest, Colby Branch, from Lovejoy, Lucas, Texas, by way of Lovejoy High School. And that uh, they've really grown as a baseball school. They play great baseball out there. They got really good travel teams. And Colby Branch, that's K O L B Y, has emerged as one of the best players on this Baylor team. In fact, so good that Mitch took him out of the leadoff spot, moved him to the three hole. And then today, Aaron, he was being kind of humble, and he said, uh, "Oh, I would even hit in the nine hole." And I warned him. I'm like, "Don't, don't give the coach any ideas." I think he enjoys hitting out of that three-hole. Had another multi-hit game uh, last night. In fact, in a 12-6 win for the Bears. I want to say, Aaron, that's like 18 multi-hit games for him this year. That's incredible. For a freshman, actually for anybody, but for a freshman, that is insane. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show. ESPN Central Texas. Dismount is next. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. 
Hey everyone, Brian Reese here, Harley Davidson of Waco, inviting you out to our huge Cinco de Mayo party on Friday, May the 5th from 12 noon until 4 p.m. We're going to be serving up ice cold free beer, free margaritas, some incredible fajitas, and most importantly, a full day of fun, giveaways, prizes, with some really awesome local vendors joining us for the celebration. So come see us again Friday, May the 5th for our Cinco de Mayo festival, Harley Davidson of Waco. You are invited to participate in the second annual Hill County 4-H Shooting Sports Golf Tournament, May 20th at the Old Course at White Bluff Resort, Lake Whitney. Shotgun start is at 9 a.m. Mulligans and gimmicks are available at this tournament, including best long drive, $10,000 hole-in-one, buy an eagle, roll the dice for your score, and hatchet throw for your score. Participants will receive lunch, and a raffle drawing will be held when the last team finishes play. Registration payment is due Saturday, May 13th. For more information, call John at 254-479-1454. That's 254-479-1454. Come join the fun. The second annual Hill County 4-H Shooting Sports Golf Tournament, Saturday, May 20th at the Old Course at White Bluff Resort, Lake Whitney. Up to 60% off storewide clearance now at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Friendly GIA certified diamond experts, top diamond quality, thousands of markdowns hurry in. Up to 60% off at this first time ever clearance event at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding bands, diamond stud earrings, watches, diamond fashion, and gold fashion, all up to 60% off. Not a discount store, it's only at DMRA Fine Jewelers. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, helping our customers over helping ourselves come to central national bank and experience the difference bank different bank central central national bank member fdic stay close the dismount with matt mosley is coming up on espn central texas don't you wish everyone spoke about you the way your mom does you know it's no wonder this guy made his mama proud she always wanted him to be a doctor Hi there, I'm the Foundation Doctor. That's Ronnie Weasel, the Foundation Doctor. My team and I have accumulated over 70 years experience dealing with Central Texas soils and foundations. We're always honest with you and would never suggest work you don't need. If you say we can fix it, we will. And our warranties, well, they're the best in the business. We treat your home like it's our mom in hopes that you will speak as highly about us as she does. If you think you need foundation repair, you're in good hands with the doctor. If you don't believe me, just ask my mom. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. 
sofa doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, the crazy NBA has some news. And, uh, oh, in the past hour, Mike, uh, Mike Budenholzer, Coach Bud, they called him, has, uh, has been fired by the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. And, it, I mean, this is a tough one. They did get upset. They were the, the number one seed in the East. They won 58 games under Coach Bud during the 2023-23 season and entered the playoffs the NBA's number one overall seed. But, of course, fell um, to the number eight seed heat. Jimmy took them down. Uh, Budenholzer is uh, just the fourth coach in the past 50 seasons to lead his team to the best record in the NBA and not return the following season, according to Elias. It happened to Mike Brown with the Cavs, Phil Jackson with the Chicago Bulls, and Pat Riley with the Lakers. And of course, we know what happened at the end of uh, the uh, Jerry Krause and everybody was ready for Jackson to go. Pat Riley's time had ended, and he ended up with the Knicks after the uh, Lakers. Then, of course, later he would end up with the Heat. And then uh, Mike Brown, I think that coincided with one of uh, LeBron's departures. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Lots to get into tomorrow. Already have some really fun stuff lined up for you. Going to be a great day. Appreciate everybody for being a part of this one. Thank you, Aaron. Everybody have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. <laughs> Straight up. Good night, everybody. It's time now for today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here's John Morris. Audience number check, a Big 12.